Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Monday, May 22nd, 2023, and this is episode 408 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's Monday, 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 Monday morning, coffee with Brian. Uh, Lots to talk about tonight with uh, Ian Clark, who's the CEO of Activation Products. What are activation products? You'll have to tune in tonight and uh, and hear and hear this man's story. He is uh, he's living a new life, uh, I guess, is what I would sum it up as from his um, his little bio there. We'll have him on tonight, 6 p.m. Central. Lots to talk about right here on YouTube and uh, all the other fun places, but. Other than that, uh, today we'll be talking about uh, our anniversary weekend. Corey and I's anniversary was yesterday. It was fantastic. I didn't forget. Um, I am always sure to talk about it a lot leading up and uh, right around since I don't want to forget. And uh, that would be a very bad thing. Um, We went out to Toolman Tim's property yesterday and did some work. Even though it was our anniversary, we decided we would uh, really enjoy getting out in nature. It was a gorgeous day. We got a few hours work done and just enjoyed some time outside together. And uh, yeah, I'll talk about the progress there and an idea that I have for that property. Man, it could be interesting. could be interesting. Doing some brainstorming, doing some figuring, doing some um, deciding if the juice is worth the squeeze, but... There is an idea brewing. There is an idea brewing, and it might turn tie in well with, um, well, let's see, like SRF and uh, that type of crowd too. So we'll see. We'll see. We will see. Anyway, what are what are I what are I drinking today? Uh, obviously, not enough yet. If I'm saying what are I drinking, but uh, in the cup today, I have uh, the last. Well, last sample of Silver Bullet Blend options. Number four, I didn't have two co- uh, two mugs yesterday. I didn't have two French presses. I only had one. Took off, went to the property. I was uh, well jazzed up. I got some good sleep on Saturday. So um, I had had two samples of each, of each version. Um, and I did two back-to-back. I did back-to-back on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I was just uh, didn't need that extra caffeine yesterday. So held off, and uh, Silver Bullet Blend Sample 4 is this morning again. Sample 4 did not win. Sample 4 did not win. That was, uh, that was probably my least favorite of the four, but, uh, man, it's really hard when your least favorite is what you're looking forward to drinking on a Monday morning, so... The worst of the best, I guess, is what it is. So number four is out. I think um, my decision is coming down to between number one and number two. So if you're listening and scrambling, wow, I got uh, my thing must be all um, off kilter because even when the dogs walk in here, this camera's bouncing and I got to fix it or I'm going to get sick watching this guy. Sorry. Not even. <sighs> not even only when they lay down and stuff it was jiggling when um 
when they were walking. So that's not good because I'm watching the screen and if it's bouncing, I'm going to get seasick. So anyway, uh, good morning, uh, Kyle. Good morning, Robin Hosting. Josh, I saw you sneak in. James is off starting shit in Tim's chat. And uh, hey, Ryan, happy day off. Happy day off. Hope it uh, hope it's more productive than the days on is always what I Always what I strive for. Uh, the employer got enough to keep me from getting fired. And on my time off, I was tried to be as as productive as humanly possible. But anyway, I think that the silver bullet is going to come down between number one and number two. If you're listening, scrambling, I think that's going to have to come to a executive decision by the roaster. Um I know you kept back samples for yourself, so I'm a toss-up between number one and number two. But number three was a close third. Number four was, like I said, it was the worst of the best. But, uh, yeah, old scramble, let me know what you think. One or two, how did I do with the blind taste test? James says everything has a top 10, bottom 10, and 80% in the middle. Okay. Everything, everything, bell curve, as far as quality or rankings, I don't know, I don't know, anyway, anyway, it was definitely a good weekend, I uh, want to hit this patch of the week club up, I actually remembered to get the poll up yesterday, and got some votes in, I did it a little later than I had hoped, so it wasn't quite, um, wasn't quite the turnout, the telegram group was great turnout, uh, I was happy about that. Noster uh, was uh, things going on, things going on, and there's much more, much more important things for Sats to go to than my poll about Patch of the Week. Um, seeing some Sats for a friend of his that, or acquaintance, a friend. I, uh, I'm not really sure that the the full relationship. I know that they got a one of Tim's Chihuahuas. Um, we got Chihuahua. <laughs> uh, but uh, they lost everything they had except their clothes and their animals in a in the Alberta wildflower wildflowers wild fires and Tim uh, Tim Tim and Josh uh, spun up a little Noster fundraiser so I don't want the sats on the patch of the month club put them towards that uh we'll get uh, we'll get the patch of the month thing uh, figured out later we'll get that funded up but anyway all the votes were unanimous eh I shouldn't say unanimous. So unanimous means everybody, or does unanimous mean the majority plus? Hmm. Interesting. Um, there was one clear-cut winner. Let's put it that way. There were a few votes for others, but the winner of this week's Patch of the Week Club, or the Patch of the Week of the Patch of the Month Club, is... Shoot, shovel, and shut up. The old, it's the old, uh, Tim said that he got that from the premiere of Alberta at one point during COVID when, or maybe it was gun control or one of those overreaching things they were doing in Canada. And they asked the premier what his advice was going to be. Will he enforce it? And he said, well, our old saying is shoot, shovel, and shut up. So there we go. There we go. All right. I'm going to get to this perfect cup 
question of the day. There might be an extra little delay in here. I got to take care of some business before. All right. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. All right, everyone. It's time for the 81st edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question in my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat. That's t.me slash lots chat. You can also find the questions sprinkled all over social medias. Weigh in, drop a, uh, drop a comment. Uh, let me know your answer. I will go around. I will pick them all up. I will get them in a list and we'll discuss them the next morning on the show. Telegram group is the easiest way to find it. I pin it right there to the top of the chat. So all you do is jump in, hit the pinned message, reply with your answer, and it gets counted along with all the rest. Other socials don't like to notify me when I get questions and answers and comments and all of that. So take your chances if you're not in the Telegram chat. Otherwise, uh, Otherwise, you're rolling the dice. Perfect Cup question of the day today for Monday is, if you had the chance to go back in time and change one thing, would you do it? And if you did, if you said you would, what would it be? If you had the chance to go back in time and, and change one thing, would you do it? And if so, what would it be? I uh, threw my answer out there on Friday. I think I'm going to start doing that um, when appropriate right at the beginning of this. And I'm trying to get my notes up here. I actually closed all the answers, like exited out um, right as I was starting the show. So that gave me a little bit of a heart attack. But luckily, they were um, saved in my uh, file notes. And I was able to write, open it right back up, which uh, blew my mind. But anyway, my answer is I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I've talked about this on the show before. Um, I think it came down to a question about good decisions, bad decisions. And I said, they're all good decisions because that's how you got where you're at. And I'm, I'm very happy where I'm at in life. Um, overall, um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask for anything else. So to go back and change something that's going to fuck everything up. That's going to change everything, the course of everything. And I probably wouldn't be sitting where I'm at. So some really coincidental synchronicity, synchronicital, synchronicital. There was a lot of synchronicity in a lot of things that happened in my life um, that I don't necessarily know why it happened, fate or just happenstance or whatever. But um, yeah, you, you change one thing, the littlest thing, and uh, those others might not happen. I think we'll refer to that later in the in the answers. But uh, my my answer was no. Long long story short, no, I would not change anything. Uh, Canadian Farmstead says first thought was I don't want to change anything in the past as I don't know what it would change in the future. But the second thought was wants to buy a lot of Bitcoin at five dollars. Yeah, yeah, that is a consideration. But uh, man, if I bought all the Bitcoin I wanted at five dollars in 2010, uh, 2011, people would have thought I was nuts because I think it was uh, under five dollars. No, nope, not at that point. But 
anyway, I think my life, my course of life would have changed. I think I would have be a different person if, um, if I had all the Bitcoin I wanted for $5. Golden Crickets weighed in with question anything like do i now have supernatural powers or like a decision i made i uh i replied and let her know that uh man it's the question you decide you decide and uh she came back with i'd go back and heal my mother and maggie if it's just a choice i would choose to marry roy when we wanted and not waited three years because my life was taken care of my life was taken care of maggie and then my mom because that they both because of that, they both missed my marriage and my son. Sounds like uh, Golden Crickets put her life on hold to uh, take care of some uh, some sick family members and uh, delayed stuff that they probably would have been gratified watching. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that would have changed the future for her. Uh, but it's unfortunate when when you look back and you see those decisions but maybe it made you a better person. Maybe it made you who you are now. So yeah, yeah. Got to. I think about, I try to think about this, this question, not directly, but it's something that I consider when I make decisions like bigger decisions. Um, and I guess you should probably think about it when you make little decisions too, that, that what, what effect is this going to have on you? Not just in the short term, but in the long term. So Josh says he wouldn't change a thing. Kyle the backwoods butcher said wouldn't change a thing it's been a hell of a ride and but he does regret not taking home that bartender that one night in 2015 uh he was a looker for sure uh but but besides that uh besides that he just wishes he took that one guy home that that one faithful weekend uh aaron from two chicks homestead says moving out of state before we had kids um, Rob weighed in and said, as much as I'm un unhappy with how some things turned out in my life, I wouldn't change anything. I've seen the butterfly effect and I know the smallest change can totally screw up the future. I'm very happy with the direction of my life right now. And I don't want to risk messing it up. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, Phil the Nomad came uh, flying in with a fantastic answer over in the comments. And I guess I guess I have to eat my words. Um, there is something that I probably would do different, but I did learn from it. I did learn from it. And I think um, I think it was. uh I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to do this, but anyway, let's hit the rest of the answers that came in, um, that came in, in the telegram group, James gingerbread farm says, Oh, what am I allowed to bring with me? Can I have an F 18 during the civil war? I mean, if you can fly one man rock on an Abrams tank in 1812, sounds a lot of fun. Can I throw a grenade into the, into the tavern on the night of November 10th, 1775? Huh? I mean, cha directly changing the course of major history. I mean, if that's your thing, man, if you want to flip the switch. Uh, he also was wondering if he could bring back a VHS copy of Shazam from his alternate timeline or a Bernstein Bear book. Mandela effect. This dude wants to fuck with government fucking with us. Good job, James. Good job. Uh, Pip 
came in with a solid answer as always i'd eliminate the dark ages this dude like sits down and uh has some uh, some salad and considers these questions i think he says honestly i think humans would already be a multi-planet species if it weren't for that pesky 900 ish years of shit today experts estimate that 90 percent of greek and roman knowledge was lost forever during the dark ages that is um that's pretty crazy that is definitely um yeah <laughs> dark ages 90 percent of all greek and roman knowledge lost in a time period of darkness um and not light not the sun the brain um are we headed into a dark age? Are we headed into a point where um, shit's going to go so sideways? Or is there going to be a natural event that sends us back there? Um, do you think that we would lose 80 to 90% of all, um, all... Do you think that we would lose 80 to 90% of all accumulated knowledge at this point if, um, if we had a dark age? Josh says we are in a dark age. Yeah, but we're still advancing is the thing. The dark age, the previous dark age was not advancing. It was completely going the other direction. Like Pips mentioned, uh, 80 to 90 percent of all knowledge gained in uh, Roman and uh, Greek times was lost. I mean, look at the advancements in technology that the Romans had. And then it's all set back to zero or 10 percent and then start again uh if we had the roads that the romans had now roads where we're going we don't need roads josh says we're living the death of wisdom yes um yeah death of wisdom um death of wisdom and uh, an accumulation of knowledge maybe uh, Pippin I says, I kind of consider us going into the ignorant age. Yes, I think that uh, that goes right along with Josh's uh, speculation of death of wisdom. Uh, and Backwoods Butcher says he's already lost 90% of his education. Well, 90% of like, what, 10? <laughs> Jeez. Um, I want to hit that comment that the, the Nomad dropped in the com in the in the chat while we were talking about this. He didn't get a chance to get in on the Telegram group, so he dropped his answer right here. Um, he said he would grow some fruit orchards, plantations, especially coffee, coffee and coconut. Uh, I can't grow coffee here. I mean, I could. It, it, anything's possible. You can, um, you know, greenhouses and all that shit. But what this answer says to me is... The day I left my homestead in Minnesota, I said, why the hell didn't I plant trees in the first calendar year I was there? Why didn't I start my comfrey business the first year instead of the second year? Why, why, why perennials take forever? And we knew it. We knew it going in. All the research I said, said plant trees first, plant, plant them, plant them, plant them, plant them. Um, and we didn't. We held off. We did other things. And uh, man, I really wish we had gotten those trees and perennials in the ground. So Lesson learned, that is the focus of any place we go now is first first things first, the long, the long grow out stuff is first. So 
let me see what we got in the comments here. Uh, oh, Josh is or uh, <laughs> Kyle the butcher is worried about percentages. Um, and Josh says, if people had the knowledge, if people had that knowledge, it wouldn't have faded. It was centralized and became corrupt. Same issue now. Most technology is corporate and gatekeep by failing governments. Um, I don't know. There is a lot to be said for um, exchange of information from person to person. The dude that built the road, whether it be the guy that laid the brick or the guy that um, made the plans or um, whatever, we're all decentralized, dude. Like, just because it's in a book in the government building doesn't mean it's in the author's head. And it's responsible of the individuals that own the information, that that possess the knowledge and the information to disseminate it to a decentralized network. Um, it sounds all fancy and everything, but people just need to tell people what they know, share what they know, so then more people know it. Uh, I think in, in the dark ages, the communication was gone. Um, just, yeah, there... Yeah, it was interesting. It was a. It, I need to go back and read more about it again. It was one of those blips in history in uh, in history class. I dove a little in at different points in my life, uh, not as much as I should, because it was, um, although very not inspirational or uh, advancement wise. Learning from the bad shit, um, and Josh says they barely had access to written word. Well, I understand that they didn't talk to each other how many generations of stories were passed on through generations of native americans or different um different cultures that didn't have written word their 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 stories survived um you know the dark ages with the plague and everything a lot of people died is that where the knowledge was lost because they didn't have written word decentralized decentralized whether it's spoken written you know digital we'll see we'll see what happens see what happens i definitely think we are in the downfall of um wisdom uh was a good word for it um intelligence the information is going to be there but the the people willing to access it or understand it i think are, are going to go downhill significantly so anyway that kind of spiraled a little bit out from the question of the day um Man, you do. Are you cranky this morning, Josh? Wow. The Catholic Church annihilated most of the word of mouth that didn't follow the narrative. Yeah. I mean, when they heard it. Need people like us that don't give a fuck. And we just share our knowledge, whether they like it or not. Anyway, this has been another episode of The Perfect Cup. It's a daily question and answers from the community, my answers, and a little discussion. Uh, the question today, again, was if you had the chance to go back in time and change one thing, would you do it? And if you would, what would it be? Still want to weigh in? Join the Telegram group. It'll be there. It'll be there. If you want to bring up that discussion again, join the Telegram group and, and find it or ask for it or join and answer any of the upcoming questions. But like I said, they are all over our socials, um, Facebook, LinkedIn, Telegram, MeWe, Noster. 
find them there. I can't guarantee I'm going to see them if the only sure way is the Telegram group. If you enjoy The Perfect Cup and uh, you want to help support us, go to theperfectcup.shop and go find some premium air roasted coffee direct from that link. If you're at the Food Forest Farms website where I get my coffee, where that site links to, and you use discount code LOTS5, L-O-T-S-L-O-T-S-5, you'll get 5% off anything at the Food Forest Farms website. Or swing on over to my site and pick up some coffee mugs or the likes. I appreciate you listening, and now back to the main show. <sighs> Let's see. Backwoods Butcher says they had other... Jeez. Josh. Josh is cranky. Josh is cranky. And wait. Kyle wants to lighten lighten the conversation with talk of molestation. Your childhood is your business, Kyle. Your childhood is your business. Anyway, that was a um, that kind of went sideways on the perfect cup, but yeah, you know, it's Monday. It's Monday. Um, Josh is cranky. He's throwing throwing shade in the in the in the comments. That's something we forgot to bring up on um, on the other night on the anniversary show. Uh, Corey, Corey, I think we were talking about what were we talking about? You just being out of it, like the news, everything. She's so completely out of everything. And uh, one thing that she is completely out of is pop culture. And I can't remember. Uh, I think it was we were doing starter plans. Yeah, starter plants on our racks. So we had big, huge um, garage shelf racks in our living room. Uh, they housed hydroponic systems. They ha- housed uh, greenhouse, uh, like starter plants in the spring. We always did starter plant sales. And we would start hundreds and hundreds of plants. And um, one day, the tomato plants in the back were getting taller gingerbread when did you put your nostril answer on there like i i don't know i checked it this morning i didn't have a notification my app might not be updated or something i'm sorry i'm sorry if you if you put it in the comments i'll be happy to give it to you like i said the only sure way to get your answer in the perfect cup answers is to put it in the telegram chat pretty sure i said that twice now everybody's making me cranky anyway the tomato plants got too tall and Corey's like, Hey, those plants are throwing shade at the other ones. I said, why, what did they do? Like they don't like them or something. She's like, what are you talking about? So I had to, Oh, Kyle says, hello. She says, Oh, hello. Um, so she's like, Hey, those tomato plants are throwing shade at those other ones. And I'm like, what? What did they do wrong? And like, we had a, a long conversation about, um, about how that term is now a, uh, a slang term. And she had never heard of it, never thought of it, never heard anybody use it. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Kyle says tomato plants. No, no, these were actually tomato plants. 
Uh, that is one thing that I could never fathom. Uh, our farmhouse sat back about, uh, I don't know, about a quarter mile from the road. And our room that we grew everything in, uh, at some points, like I said, the hydroponic systems, microgreen systems, they ran pink lights 24-7 um, and a lot. Our whole room, we had black curtains hung up. Uh, so you couldn't, so you could literally keep your eyes open in the house. It was so bright. And, um, when you looked at the house from the outside, we didn't put shades on the windows. We didn't give a shit. Uh, when you looked at the house from, uh, the road, it looked like a fucking grow room. Like the whole house lit up pink from the windows. And I am shocked. Absolutely shocked. I never had a knock on the door. Like, seriously, and in the winter, when it would get dark at like four o'clock, everybody that drove home uh, from work and the police used that county road, um, the sheriffs used it routinely. Anybody that didn't consider the fact that we had a grow house was um, not paying attention for sure, uh, but never got a knock on the door. Uh, and, and I can say, I don't think we ever grew anything illegal in the house, did we? Yeah, I'm not that dumb. I don't put a blazing pink sign in my window and then uh, do something stupid and and get uh, get upset when somebody just knocks on the door. Uh, I think it would have easily be, been probable cause to check it out at that point. It was years of green uh, pink light coming out of the windows. <laughs> <coughs> anyway, anyway, Ryan, uh, Ryan over there, DuctionCups.com put a lot of time in i have the week i think i have the rest of the month of uh of history segments already done up so i don't want to miss that i want to be sure to get to that um <laughs> just pippin just had his breakfast of microgreens and tomatoes <laughs> you said yum i was joking <laughs> he's in florida he had a morning bowl of breakfast <laughs> She says yum again. <laughs> uh, let's hit that history segment brought to you by Pip over there at DuctionCups.com. If you enjoy the history segment, be sure to click DuctionCups.com. Check it out. Just give them some website traffic. Hit the contact us. Send them a stupid message from the Lots Project community. Or do the right thing and buy some fucking ducks. DuctionCups.com. <laughs> I need to start writing ads. That was horrible. Oh, here we go. Welcome back to Monday, humans. May 22nd is the 142nd day of the year. We have 220. Elon doesn't like the history segment. There must be some juicy nugs in here somewhere, but. I think I'm back. I think I'm back. Uh, 142nd day of the year, 223 days left. Here's lots of history stuff for you to ponder on. On this day, May 22nd in 760. 14th recorded uh, passage of Haley's Comment. Pip's notes. Mark your calendars. Haley's Comment will be returning in 2061. 2061, baby. Don't forget. Set your calendar on its regular 76 year journey. 
Uh, this day in 1819, the SS, SS Savannah leaves port at Savannah, Georgia, United States, on a voyage to become the first steamship to cross the Atlantic Ocean. American hybrid sailing ship Sidewheel Steamer built in 1818. She was the first steamship to cross the Atlantic Ocean, transisting mainly under sail power from May to June 1819. Savannah was wrecked off Long Island, New York in 1821. Pips notes, yeah, it was steam-powered, but had sails. It was a hybrid. It was the first hybrid. <laughs> this day in 1849, future U.S. President Abraham Lincoln is issued a patent for the invention to uh, lift boats. For an invention to lift boats, making him the only U.S. president to ever hold a patent. Lincoln's device was composed of large bellows attached to the sides of the boat that was expandable due to air chambers. Basically like airbags and pillows for uh, doing vehicle, heavy vehicle recovery. Um, in 1906, the Wright brothers were granted U.S. patent number 8,221,393 for their flying machine. They made the first controlled, sustained flight of powered, heavier-than-air aircraft with the Wright Flyer on December 17, 1903. Pips notes the Wright brothers had the first flight of roughly 120 feet, and current Boeing 747 size is 250 feet, so they couldn't even fly as long as the current size of a plane. A pretty popular plane. I'm guessing there's planes way, way bigger than that. So, interesting. I grew up around um, the Glenn Curtis Museum. If you don't know who Glenn Curtis is, uh, look him up and you'll uh, see him in conjunction with the Wright brothers. They were kind of in a race. Think Edison. Edison and Tesla um, transcended to flight. Uh, this day in 1968, the nuclear-powered submarine USS Scorpion sinks with 99 men aboard 400 miles southwest of Portugal. She was one of the four mysterious submarine disappearances in 1968, the other being the Israeli submarine INS Dakar, the French submarine uh, Minerve, Minerve hmm, and the Soviet submarine K-129. The wreckage of the boat remains in the North Atlantic Ocean, which with all its armaments and nuclear reactor. Pips notes, I've seen this one before. It was a James Bond 007 story about weapons being recovered and used to start a war to get the news ratings up. Ah, ah. <laughs> so four of them went missing in 1968 all from opposing sides but are they all actually opposing or was it a planned um a planned planned huh interesting this day in 1987 first ever rugby world cup kicks off with new zealand playing italy at eden park in auckland new zealand pips notes go sports ball Links are in the blog post, so if you are interested in reading anything that we're not interested in talking about, go ahead and click those links on the blog post when it gets posted. This day in 1998, the U.S. federal judge rules the U.S. Secret Service agents can be compelled to testify before a grand jury concerning the Lewinsky scandal involving President Bill Clinton. Pips notes, the dude who would take a bullet for a president are asked to rat on the president. Hmm. Interesting. I think if you're sworn to protect the president with 
with and up to your life when they call you to testify i think you protect the president with and up to your ass being put in jail for perjury i don't know uh or contempt i guess in this day in 2011 an ef5 tornado strikes Joplin, Missouri, killing 158 people and wrecking $2.8 billion in damages, the costliest and seventh deadliest single tornado in U.S. history. This day in 2021, severe weather kills 21 runners in uh, 100 kilometers, 60 miles. Kilometers for you Canadian guys, 60 miles for the Freedom Units. Ultra marathon in Yellow River Stone Forest in China. There was no link, but Man, what? There was an ultra marathon going on and weather killed 21 people in the race. I wonder how many people started and how many finished. And if you finish a race that killed 21 people, does that make you one of the baddest motherfuckers in the world? Uh, Pips notes, see, that's what happens when you go for exercise and not extra fries. <laughs> but at least you're having salad for breakfast, Pip uh birthdays this day in 626 yeah good luck uh uh mayan king that i'm not gonna even try to pronounce uh this day in 1783 william sturgeon english physicist and inventor invented the electromagnet and electric motor 1905 bodo von boris german physicist and academic uh, co-invented the electron microscope this day in 1950. Bernie Toppin, English singer, songwriter, poet, known for his long-term collaboration with musician Elton John, a songwriting partnership that is one of the most successful in history. Toppin has written the lyrics for most of Elton John's songs. Uh, this day in 18, uh, 1984, Dustin Moskowitz, American, oh yeah, um, old fucker fucks uh, um, Facebook buddy. Yeah, the dude, the co-founder of Facebook. Yeah, he got fucked too uh, by that little, that little weasel. Um, bonus name. <laughs> this day in 1999. Hisori Togumokachu, uh, a Mongolian sumo wrestler. <laughs> if you want to check him out, there's a wiki link that was provided. Uh, let's see who kicked it off today. Uh, passings. This day in 1967, Charlotte Serber, American librarian of the Manhattan Project's Los Alamos site. Ooh, I bet she knew some shit. Uh, this day in 2005, uh, Thurl Ravenscroft, American voice actor and singer. And we have some holidays today. Just one holiday. Just one holiday today. World Goth Day. Goth Day. Huh. There's going to be a lot of people walking around in black and, and pale white. Uh, World Goth Day originated in the United Kingdom in 2009 initially as Goth Day, a smaller scale celebration of the goth subculture inspired from the broadcasting of a special set of shows on BBC Radio 6. These shows plan to focus on various music subcultures throughout the week of May of 2009, including goth music, which was aired on May 22nd. Goth Day. If you like to dress up in black and paint your nails black and powder your face white, Happy Goth Day. Go forth and get shit done, humans. This has been the wiki notes for May 22nd. I guess it's 2023, but it's all throughout history. I appreciate it, Pip. 
if you enjoy the history segment, be sure to click on the blog post when it gets posted. Links to all these stories, dates, people, and attractions have been listed there. Thanks for all the work, Ryan. I don't know what I would do without it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Backwoods Butcher says, everybody, head to Hot Topic. Yep, for sure. Yep, Hot Topic. <laughs> Every time I hear Hot Topic, I want to hear Hot Pocket. <laughs> oh, Robin says, first guest out and gone. Next one due at 3 o'clock. Well, sounds like you got plenty of time. Uh, let's see. What do I got on the list? anniversary weekend that was fun that was fun uh kind of checked out i don't think i opened my computer on saturday i don't think i opened it at all on saturday and probably not until two or later on sunday and definitely just did the bare minimum to get ready for today and a little bit of prep for the week i said okay i need a couple hours um and I pounded out whatever I could. I was going to do, um, I was going to do uh, like two hours. I think I busted ass so I could spend some more time with my beautiful bride and got things done in like an hour and a half. So <laughs> minimal prep for the week. I'm going to be scrambling and uh, not scrambling, but I will be uh, running around like crazy the next couple of days trying to get way ahead uh, and get into a new routine which is something Corey and I discussed quite a bit this weekend was uh, changing some things up anniversary. Every once in a while, Corey and I do go through a little, um, Hey, let's just shake shit up. Uh, let's change it up and uh, see what happens. We get kind of in a groove, sometimes good, sometimes bad and um, sometimes indifferent, but just not productive. And I think it's time for a change for us. So we talked about it this weekend. What a great time to spend um, really talking and and uh, conversing with each other on our anniversary weekend. So it was great. It was great. Um, so, yeah. Robin says, time, not really. By the time I turn the room, clean up breakfast, and run to the credit union, it will be close to that. How far is the credit union? Like 300 miles away? I know you're on the East Coast, but it's not even eight. That's seven hours. Um, James is a Fed. We all knew that. We all knew that. It's that whole um, whoever smelt it, dealt it thing that you had when you were kids. Uh, but yeah, we spent some time together for the anniversary. That was fantastic. Uh, seven years, the best seven years married of my life. Um, I think it lasted longer than my first marriage at this point. I don't even know. Was that like six years, right? I don't know how long you were married to her. <laughs> I love her. I love her. But 15 years with this woman and seven years um, with a ring on it. And uh, I couldn't be happier. I couldn't ask for anything different in my life. Is my life everything I want it to be? Is it everything that I hope it could be or had ever desired? Absolutely not. That's why I get up every morning to make it better. But the one constant in my life 
the one constant in my life is um is her and i know it's there and i know it's there if i fuck up or if i do good or if i do bad or i do nothing um i know she's there and i at least have a chance to atone for any mistake i have a chance to do better um but i don't have to worry about judgment and um and things like that that i've had to worry about in previous relationships in my life so i appreciate my beautiful wife uh, more than anything and um I wouldn't trade her for the world. So that perfect cup question of the day was kind of appropriate in the fact that if there was a chance, if there's anything that I changed, uh, changed this, I wouldn't do it. Not a chance. Not a chance for the chance for this to change. There you go. Not a chance for a chance. Um, oh, Pippin I says, I'll oh, hit that like button for the sappy stuff. Yeah, I'm super sappy. <laughs> Oh, Tim's property, man. Let's talk about that for a few minutes. It's uh, 45 minutes in. We can blow it out for a little bit here. Uh, and I got a little project that I've uh, pictured. It all came together, guys. <laughs> uh, working with Tim over there to get some shit done on his property while he is up in the great north. Uh, he can't be down here in Tennessee for more than six months a year. And um, yeah, it's, a, it's work. And I'm here. I'm close. We're staying pumped for a little while. Uh, we're really working on a schedule for this summer. And as soon as we know what that is, we'll kind of share that, but <coughs> we're going to be around. We're going to be around. So talk to Tim. Uh, we got some things in the works, uh, for some work exchange and stuff like that. We'll pound out details and, uh, that'll be exciting to talk about. But anyway, one of the things I'm doing is getting over there and getting some things done for him to maybe prep for a possible SRF work weekend. One of the things that we're going to need is access to the property. And uh, Tim wanted um, some shoots. We talked about it while he's here. And some cleared paths, like, up the middle. He's got two side-by-side. -side, um, they're, like, trapezoidal, but uh, five-acre lots next to each other. And so we're talking we want a path from the front to the back on either end and up the middle. And that's totally doable by hand. Uh, lots of thick, uh, thick blue blackberries and saplings and things like that but Corey and i went over yesterday and knocked out a chunk even though we only work for a couple hours we work for um we worked for three hours maybe nothing much like we we had planned on getting up real early it's it's anniversary weekend guys Sometimes you stay up a little later than planned and get up a little later, sleep in a little bit, maybe hang out in the morning a little bit. Uh, but we took off a little later uh, and, you know, it was it could have been as much of just a walk on the property. Uh, we just wanted to get outside. Uh, we also both wanted to do a little physical activity on the property outside, uh, stretching, seeing some progress, things like that. So I took a machete. She took some loppers and we went to town. Uh, I'm going to post up a little video later today, uh, hopefully today, uh, maybe tomorrow of the progress we did make, uh, sent that off to Tim, but we cut a swath and we got to the Creek bed in the property that kind of runs through the center of the property. We got up to the Creek bed with a path that was wide enough to probably drive a small pickup at a minimum, a side-by-side -side four wheeler would be no problem. And walking is the, the key. 
So I think I want to get my scythe put back together. I had a scythe for up at the farm, and it was one thing that I did keep uh, to travel with. But to travel with it, I broke it all down. I took all the I took the blade apart and stored it back, and I have all the parts and the sharpening stones and all of that packed away in um, in different totes. Just made it for traveling better. But I'm going to be taking everything out of the truck. I'm going to be evaluating some hand tools that I have. Get that scythe back together to maintain these paths. Corey's and I's thought yesterday was as we were clearing this, uh, there's nothing really big enough that the scythe blade that I picked uh, couldn't handle. I picked one for a uh, little woodier stuff. Um little woodier stuff up to quarter inch or bigger almost uh i picked the scythe blade for like ditch clearing my pasture um before we started working on it uh and really and really making it better with chicken tractors had a lot of woody stuff there um there was a lot of clearing that i was going to want to do through the woods uh walking paths through the woods so when i ordered the blade i ordered the multi-purpose blade it wasn't the super thin blade just for haying uh it was and it wasn't the super heavy duty blade for like chopping uh bigger woody stuff down so this one's going to be kind of ideal for just maintenance on the paths once they're cleared uh we cut the path uh it's about two swipes uh, two scythe swipes wide. So hopefully as we maintain it and keep trimming it back with the scythe, it becomes just a nice natural path. And it, it uh, is just some every other week maintenance running through, um, running through uh, and trimming things up. Canadian Farm said, says, I found a Sawzall with pruning blades good for path making. Yeah, for sure. Um, the, the, the cordless, the cordless Sawzall was in the truck. Nothing was that big. Um, I think this was clear cut recently enough that the pioneering uh, trees or thicker things haven't had a chance to get that big. So a... Um, a leveraged lopper, uh, like the Fiskars loppers that we have. Uh, I wanted to use that as an item of the day today, but it actually are discontinu discontinued. The ones we use, we have a telescoping, telescoping handle one. And, but it's got the leveraging lopper head on it. And for what we were doing yesterday, we said, okay, we will take up to anything big enough to lop off with that or use the machete to chop down the blackberries, things like that. Um, we have a, probably another day, maybe a half a day of light clearing to get to the top of the property. will be a path straight through. And then Corey and I have a deal right now that I don't use anything, um, motorized without her there. So no chainsaw without Corey there. It's just, it, we think that it's probably just a better idea to have two people there in that situation. Chains break, people fall, shit happens, and being out there with no cell signal by yourself is not a good idea. So we've made an agreement that uh, if it's by, if I'm by myself, it's only hand tools, machetes, and scythes, and things like that. Um, <laughs> they're dangerous too, but I not as dangerous as uh, malfunction of equipment. We'll have a day to grab a chainsaw and uh, and clear some deadfall that is in the path we want to take. But 
it's uh, it is what it is. So I'll get over there again by myself probably sometime this week and do as much as I can with hand stuff. Corey and I will will. Uh, Hey, welcome back. Seven people. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Um, that was cool. I have a, um, I have a, the plug on my laptop. It only has to come out a, a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fucking millimeter and it stops charging. But I don't get a notification that it's not charging uh, until the battery dies. And like, no shit the warning pops up as the computer is shutting off. So that's cool. That's cool. Anyway, plugged, push the plug back in, hit power and it came back on. Here I am. That's how long it takes for my laptop to pull load. You just found out. That's why I did it. Just so you guys can see how long it takes my laptop to load from dead. Oh, and anyway, over it, I got another probably day to clear hand wise. Um, Mm, just twist the red wire to the yellow wire. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to do all that shit from uh, five years of service tech work, but yeah. Just twist the twist the white uh, wire and the black wire together and see what happens. Plug it in. <laughs> anyway, probably another day. Uh, get over there and cut some slash and get some more blackberries out of the way. Get that plat path cleared. Uh, when we were out exploring with Tim and Becky and uh, by ourselves, uh, this we got to the point yesterday that we decided that um, the rest, it opens wide up. So what happened with this property is uh, the easement road, you come in through and it's super thick, which is really nice because it's a barrier from the road. Uh, blackberries, um, saplings, things like that. 
you know, get your way through that and you hit a little creek bed that's in there. And on the, the high side of the creek bed, everything is kind of open. It's more like glades and grasslands and um, great glades and grasslands and bigger established trees that have canopied up and kept the forest floor uh, kind of open. So there's, there's batches, there's patches of blueberries, there's patches of brush to go through, but not a ton, not like what we went through yesterday. And yesterday I think was the hardest, I would probably say uh, for the middle path, probably the hardest work we'll do on the middle path, other than like chunking up deadfall, like sig significant de size de deadfall uh, with a chainsaw and hauling that out. But as far as um, brush and blackberries, Canadian Farmstead was wondering how long till blackberry season down here. I don't know. Um, we saw a bunch of berries formed on some different plants. Um, they were still green. I didn't know. I'm not a plant expert. I'm trying to get there. Uh, Carrie, Carrie Brown would have been able to tell us what they were, but uh, there's berries, there's buds on, or there's berries on the, on the lead or on the flowers are gone. Berries are there. Let's just say that. But Anyway, with that um, with that little hiccup here, probably going to go a little long. But uh, the one pro the project that I'm spinning up and doing research on, and uh, if you listen to TSP, if you um, if you listen to TSP, if you've been in the community recently, you've heard about biochar. You've seen people making it. You've heard people talking about it. The how wonderful it is, how great it is, and how easy it is to make. Um, I was sitting here evaluating Tim's property and, uh, trying to get him and, uh, possibly me some income sources coming out of it. And I said, Jesus, we have a lot of deadfall to clear. We have a lot of slash to clear. We have a lot of, um, shit to burn bio material to burn. And if you burn bio material in the proper way, you get biochar. And God, why uh, why not put a little work in on the front to develop some systems? I, I, I am thinking as I dig in more to the different types of reactors and kilns and processes to make it, uh, I'll probably try out a few different ones, see how they go, see which ones are worth the squeeze, how much you get out for how much you put in um, and, and how much you got to babysit it, set it, forget it, or you're going to have to babysit it and this and that. But some big ideas revolving around biochar on that property since we have to clean it out anyway. It's 10 undeveloped acres that was um, harvested and there's a shitload of deadfall already down that needs to be burned. Um, tons and tons and tons of material to um, get consumed. So why not? Let's see what happens, whether it gets used on the property or it gets used uh, for sale or whatever. Uh, I'm digging in. Biochar project coming up. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Renegade Butcher says his blue uh, blackberry seasons come and gone already. And yeah, I would say those berries that we saw yesterday were getting close to uh, starting to get some color on them. Uh, so yeah, weeks. I wouldn't think more than weeks. They were getting a decent size and those are wild. So I don't know. How established they are how old or new they are so we'll see we'll see 
let's see that's the list let's uh let's wrap it up let's get out of here um podcast is gonna be interesting i don't know if i'll I, yeah i don't think i'm gonna be able to cut that out so that'll be a nice dead dead spot i'll have to put it in the show notes or something if i can figure that out or let it ride if you're a fan of this show you know things go silent every once in a while Item of the day today is the Jobber Active Elite 75 T's uh, earbuds, Bluetooth earbuds. I've talked about them countless times. They are my favorite. I got Corey to try them this weekend, and she liked them. She's thinking about possibly picking up a pair. But I wanted to throw them out there uh, because these things are $70, under $70 now. Uh, you get cho color choices on the link, the Amazon link in the thing. They're under $70. I paid almost $200 for these things three years ago. Yeah, three years ago, Bluetooth headphones. I've had the same Bluetooth headphones for three and a half years. And they, I still put them in my ear. I haven't thought about getting different ones. I love these things. I used them every day when I was service tech as my Bluetooth earbud. Um, hot, cold, sweat, dirt, grime, everything. Works great. Works as two. Has a hear-through mode. It, they're great. I love them. I love them enough that when I thought they were lost, I was going to buy them again at almost $200. I was willing at that price point. And, um, and now I see they're under 70. What's that tell you? I definitely would buy them. Definitely buy them again. I don't know if they're limited. I don't know if they stopped making them, but the Amazon listing only had six or seven available. And I noticed they don't have this model on their site anymore so i'm guessing they moved to a new model after three years of technological advances so if you want a, a good one at 70 bucks or less check it out check furnace or a wood stove on the property um i'll just yeah i got it i'm making a little bit bigger batches than that too uh if you saw the amount that i was going to have to process yeah, it's going to be a project for sure. It's going to be a project for sure. Anyway, Jobber Active Elite 75T, They are there is a link in the video description for my review on update information on the review, a link to Amazon. Check them out. If you don't need Bluetooth headphones, but you need to do some shopping on Amazon, please consider hitting that link and starting your shopping through our link. It only helps support the Lots Project. Uh, affiliate sales have been doing good. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you, you clicking the links, sharing the links, sharing everything. And uh, like I said earlier at the beginning, tonight, 6 p.m. Central, I got Ian Clark, CEO of Activation Products. Check it out. Should have an interesting story. He was interested in his, in, it, it interested me enough to uh, book him. So let's see what he has to say. Let's see what he has to say. Ian Clark, CEO of Activation Products, coming up tonight. Other than that, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. Start the week off great. Get shit done. And we will catch up to you on Tuesday. I can see the light I can feel the sun